1: Year old jessica coming so uh, uh, up ashley simpson right here on the vip so with
0: ashley simpson i am so excited
1: sailor, sailor, sailor. I she, she said i want to be a role model to girls Take a peek into the lives of the Simpsons sisters, Jessica and Ashley.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Ashley and Jessicast. I'm your host, Leah Russo, and today we are back to reviewing Newlyweds. We are on Season 2, Episode 17, which is Nick and Joe, and you guys know, like, when Nick's name is in the title, it's not a good situation, so I'm going to try not to just, like, talk crap about him the whole time, but... that's, you guys know, that's going to be difficult for me. So I needed a pop culture expert with me. I needed somebody I could have fun with and, you know, just offset that this is a Nick-heavy episode. So I have a wonderful guest today. She is the host of Ready to Be Petty podcast. Everybody, welcome, Tori.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me.
0: I'm so, so excited to talk to you. But... Before I do, can you just introduce yourself and tell my audience a little bit about you and your podcast?
1: Yeah, of course. I'm Tori. I'm 29. I host Ready to Be Petty. And over there, we're talking about pop culture, reality TV, and celebrity gossip. And we focus on current stories, but obviously, some like historical pop culture stuff is intertwined. So, I love Jessica Simpson So I'm so excited to just kind of do Yeah, a Nick and Jessica episode Since I don't get to talk about them too much over on my pod
0: Yeah, and your podcast is really I mean, you basically talk about any celebrities Which is so, that must be so um, kind of like freeing Because yes. whatever is popular, you just discuss it So I wanted to ask you, what is something going on like this week? Not in 2004 where I'm normally, (laughs) that's where I normally am mentally, physically, (laughs) spiritually. I never left. So what's something that's going on like this week or recently that you are obsessed with?
1: I definitely have been following like the Kardashians, way too much. And there's mm-hmm. been like a few little stories like it was Chloe's 38th birthday this week, and Kris Jenner was like super drunk. And there was like tons of fun videos to come out of that, as well as like rumors that Kendall and Devin Booker broke up, but then they were hanging out. Mm-hmm. So just lots of like juicy. It was Northwest's birthday and she did like Camp North. So just lots of good, good stuff going on there. And Jessica was there. Yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Thank you so much. So Maxwell, Jessica's kid is really good friends with Northwest. Like they're, they're in the same little friend group. So yeah, Jess and Kim Hang out through that. I don't think they hang out for other reasons, but <laughs> their kids are good friends. So yeah, good. Good. Uh, that was good to bring up. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> well, I wonder if Kim
0: is mentally aware enough and self-aware enough to know that she owes Jessica her career and life, basically.
1: Okay. Because- <laughs> like- <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Sorry for getting you up, but this is literally like the thesis of my like podcast is that Jessica Simpson is literally the blueprint (laughs) of like singer um turned actor turned influencer and turned business mogul like just the Jessica Simpson brand is worth a billion dollars so yeah so much props to to
0: Jess yeah and I think I, I guess because keeping up with the Kardashians is a family reality TV show and newlyweds is more just a couple people would probably credit like the Osborns with creating that and they obviously were a huge part of that but I
1: think of course
0: uh, Osbournes was big but newlyweds just took it to a whole different level and I think having Jessica at the forefront and everyone being obsessed with her outfits I mean they said that that's how Tina and Jessica have said that's how they came up with the idea to do a collection because Jessica would wear something on the show and suddenly it would be sold out and they were like well why don't we just create our own version of it and then we'll, we'll be the one selling out absolutely
1: they did it before I guess like even social media had really popped off so they did it like I guess maybe more of the like traditional media way and we just don't talk about it the same way that we talk about, like, the Kardashians, etc. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about their new show? Ooh, um, I, I thought it was kind of hit and miss. Some aspects I really liked of it, like, uh, they really cut down a lot of the, like, kind of C-plot storylines that – was in keeping up with the Kardashian which is, which is ironic because this episode of Nick and Joe was like literally all like c oh my god, can lines. I just I just want to
0: uh, we, we can get back to the Kardashian a second I just want to apologize to you that this is the episode you got because first of all Jessica you know the reason we all watch she's in it for like 35 seconds yes it's I, I I'm sorry about that that is honestly unfortunate someone had to get it but I knew you could handle it because you, you're pop culture literate and I knew to would And yeah,
1: <laughs> literally it like kind of makes sense for my brand that I'm talking about this episode because usually on my podcast we're talking about like the worst the worst parts of <laughs> pop culture and celebrity gossip but uh but in a fun way and so yeah it kind of just makes sense that I got this episode uh but yeah that the the season of the Kardashians like I don't know I just always think like what about if Tristan didn't cheat on Chloe and there was nothing for the, like, last half of the season. (laughs) I know.
0: I actually haven't seen the last two episodes. Is it over now? Yeah. The finale was,
1: I think, two weeks ago.
0: Okay. Yeah. I have to still watch the last uh, maybe two or three episodes because it is – it's a lot. Like, I feel like the show kind of pisses me off because I just want to see – I, I want to see a completely stripped down version of their show. You know, absolutely. Like, I just don't understand how nobody has thought of that or maybe they have and they just rejected it, but they need to do a newlyweds esque version of this show where it's just, you know, just so natural. And I mean, now in, in this era of newlyweds, like when you're in late season two, they are starting to be more contrived episodes and stuff, but just that kind of, Old school way of doing a reality show when they didn't Really know what they were doing and they were just like okay I guess We'll just follow her around the house and You know yeah for her to say Something funny and you know I mean if they did That like I would like to see What their actual day To day life actually was Like there have been a few uh, Moments that I was like oh it kind of seems Like that was more real Than some of these other scenes Like I I, I absolutely loathed, Like hated so much when Chris and Kylie, like, went to the grocery store. I was like, Oh yeah, my can't, gosh, can't
1: this. <laughs> that was so bad, but yeah, 100%. And I thought that that's what the Kardashians was going to give us because these are the reality TV shows that I feel like most people in their late 20s, early 30s fell in love with the Nick and Jessica's or the newlyweds, the um the Osbournes even meet the Barkers which is Mm -hmm. again ironic that (laughs) Travis Barker is on the Kardashians but these types of formats and I'm assuming it was pitched to them that way but they're like well there's no way at this point that we're showing our real lives so (laughs) like this is what we're gonna give you
0: yeah I I liked the scene where Tristan and Chloe were working out and Kim and like Kanye had come over with like a fire truck and Kim was in like her like she still looked like Kim Like she didn't look like a regular person in a in a bathrobe But you could tell that she had just woken up And like she didn't have makeup on it. she looked gorgeous I'm like Of course I'm like she's so pretty without makeup at this point I don't Like I feel like she has like an airbrushed face From all the surgeries and stuff So yes. she really does not even need it And yes. I thought that like I mean I'm not saying I think that Kim like didn't know She was going to be on camera Like I'm sure the whole thing was staged and everything But mm-hmm. I, it seemed like that kind of gave me a feel of what it is like because I do not find it hard to believe at all that like at any second Kim will get a call from the gate out front that Kanye's like come over with a a fire truck or I don't know an airplane or like a, a clown yeah, or something yeah. like oh hey hey kids guess what you know um I'm here with Taylor Swift we're gonna have a big family <laughs> meeting like I could totally see him and her just being like oh my god like I guess we'll film this for the show or whatever so that that was kind of a nice scene I guess
1: yeah absolutely and like we see so many paparazzi shots I feel like especially in this past year of Kim going to like North's basketball games and soccer games and like she's sitting on one of those like fold-up lawn chairs that everyone has like in the back of their car um, <laughs> and like She's wearing like a bucket hat and like sweatpants and stuff. And I'm like, I literally would rather watch her just like attending North soccer game than like any of this other BS that they give us on the TV show.
0: Yeah. Like it's okay to just be normal. That's why I love looking at old pictures of Kim when, mm-hmm. from like when her sex tape first came out and she was just starting to go to events and stuff. And I mean, she looks like she literally ran to the mall after work and just like grabbed whatever big chunky belt was on rack, and like showed up and I and it's like endearing I'm like oh she
1: didn't know how to dress like (laughs) I know honestly I know like her eyeliner was like just as bad as mine and like it was just (laughs) so fun and you're totally right even without makeup now with her like hair extensions and like probably the lasers and facials she gets she just looks like literally so perfect so yeah. yeah it's it's so interesting what they've morphed into but yeah I'm I'm addicted none nonetheless
0: <laughs> yeah my friend like randomly sent me a link of Kim's uh, playboy outtakes the other day I was like oh my
1: god iconic I, was,
0: <laughs> I know I was like I love that I have a friend that's like oh you have to see these um like old playboy pictures from 15 years ago but I was so shook because I remember when that came out like I remember obviously the famous clip of like you're doing amazing sweetie yes of course I remembered that but I I don't know that I ever like sat down and looked at those pictures and of course they're like retouched and everything but I was my jaw was on the floor because I was like I cannot believe that this woman this woman who looked like this then ended up getting like 30 plastic surgeries Mm. or whatever like she was so perfect and so gorgeous and she still is like we're saying it's not like now she ruined herself or something of like, You know, it, it's worked out for her, <laughs> but yes. I just was like wow, I, you know body dysmorphia is so real like for her to to see Herself and think not just that she needs. Oh, let me just fix my nose or something like that No, she needs to do as much as she's done. It was just shocking.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know I think the same thing because Yeah, when I first saw the first season of Keeping Up, I was like, she's literally, like, the most gorgeous person in the world. And I still do think that. But you're right, like, I was watching a TikTok the other day about how she even got a surgery, possibly, obviously, all alleged, but to make her, like, upper lip shorter, because apparently the, like, between your nose and your upper lip – that area I forget what it's called but it mm-hmm. grows as you age and so um, obviously you you don't think this like I, I guess you subconsciously think it but younger people have a shorter um, distance between their nose and their upper lip and you can see like two little tiny like sur- possible surgery scars underneath their nose and her like upper lip area was shortened and I'm like that is so weird because like yeah I feel like even us normies are just like okay there's like nose jobs there's like facelifts you can get like your neck done but people are out there getting the like the, the things we don't even know exist oh my gosh <laughs> you're
0: right have you seen Lori Hill on YouTube no oh, please look her up as soon okay this because- yes I have learned so much about plastic surgery from her. She loves plastic surgery. She's had it herself. Um, You know, she looks great, but you can tell that she's had it, you know, and she's very proud of it. And she does these exposés on celebrities and she explains at the top of every video. This is not to say anything negative about the celebrity. I support plastic surgery if you want it. This is just to inform the public about what types of surgeries these people are getting and... You know, everyone else gets one video and Kim's had like five.
1: Yeah, literally. But it,
0: it's fascinating because there are so many procedures that I had never even heard of and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's why that celebrity looks like that." Like, "Oh, I could tell something was different, but I didn't I couldn't tell what it was." And the, the most fascinating video for me was Angelina Jolie because Sure, I figured that she's had, you know, Botox or whatever. She's Mm -hmm. like 45 now or something. So Mm -hmm. obviously by now, all by that age, all actresses do something. But this woman like showed video clips from year after year of her life and pointed out that she had a facelift like early on in her life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? She's literally like the most beautiful woman in history. (laughs) You know, I mean, or like one of them, you know. Literally. Um, You really don't find a person that, thinks that she is not one of the most gorgeous women alive and I was just like it's crazy because I did notice that she looked a little different over the years but I just thought like oh she's just you know people evolve and change no and (laughs) it's so crazy to see that because the it's not like she doesn't sensationalize it at all it's just like very factual and she's like okay in this picture you can see that um her forehead is just like half an inch shorter because yeah I'm like oh
1: my yes. god yes yes <laughs> that those are the things that like get me going because it's like yeah you're right like I would never look at her forehead and be like it needs to be half an inch shorter or like my own forehead or anything like that and like yeah but then obviously a plastic surgeon or someone who's looking at the like complete symmetry of a face would suggest all of these things and like yeah again it's just like it's something that is so out of my realm and like I also want to say that like I'm not anti-plastic surgery like even I haven't had any um like under the knife plastic surgery but I've definitely done some like injectables and like so again I'm totally okay with plastic surgery but I think like there is a point where it's like are you doing this for yourself or has it gotten to a point where it's like really rooted in like almost like self-hatred or like bad self-esteem yeah. or like the patriarchy and stuff and like I don't know that's the stuff that gets me like extra sad
0: <laughs> I know it does it does make me sad uh, especially because it makes me kind of angry too because I know that I, there's so many young girls look up to them and think they're mm-hmm. just like the epitome of beauty, and I'm like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. That's <laughs> like that's just be definitely, careful. You're right. You're right. That's definitely the other thing. That's the other piece of it. It's not just the individual piece. It's the um like community piece or whatever that it's like if you don't know you it's dangerous for mm-hmm. for young girls and young people out there so yeah that's the other piece is like i even noticed that like so i unfollowed it's funny how how much i i weirdly love them i have a i have a love hate relationship with them but i unfollowed all the kardashians on instagram etc and like i just look when i want to or if like a news story comes up because i actually notice even though i know the extent of their plastic surgery i noticed like this year i'm like my lips are kind of thin and like i was like really starting to notice like things that i have never thought in my 29 years of life like i'm like should i like get a lip flip or like get lip injections like i i was really thinking that and i think it's because i was constantly looking at people like the Kardashians and the the Jenners and stuff like that. So I was like, uh, I think it's time to time to unfollow. Oh, I completely know what you
0: mean. I unfollowed them years ago. Like, I think I basically only followed them when I first got Instagram or something. Just <laughs> yeah. I was like, woohoo, like following everyone. And then I mm-hmm. was like, there's just there's so much news about them. I'm inundated with them all the time. And like, I don't need to have Especially because there's so many of them that you know. If you you, if I think for a while I just followed Courtney because I liked yeah. her the most. Yeah, I even unfollowed her, and then same. for a while, I like only followed Chris because I was like, oh, I you know, like I I like seeing all the things she says about her kids and stuff, and then I just like unfollow them because it just. It's just too much. Like I'm just yeah. like there's no, and it's also really annoying with TikTok because you watch like one video about Kim and TikTok sends me everything. <laughs> A yeah, I'm like, there's no one I care about this much on planet Earth. Like I don't <laughs> really, I don't need any more Kim information. Like I'm so, you know, I'm over it at this point. But um, yeah, absolutely, but yeah, I agree. I also completely. I think whatever anyone wants to do with their body, you know, mm-hmm. people. You know, it's it's in the news right now. I think people I know, should have I
1: know. their own bodily, bodily autonomy. autonomy. Yes,
0: yeah. Whatever yes. that means to you, that's what you should do. But yes. I get questions constantly because Jessica has lip injections and mm-hmm. sometimes they get a little out of control and mm-hmm. um people ask me all the time like I didn't—I don't think I realized how fascinated people were with it until I started the podcast because it's one of my most common questions what do you think about Jessica's lips and like what else has she had done and da, da da and everything and uh yeah I I don't care I think she's beautiful no matter what but I am shocked shocked that she feels the need to like pump them up that much because I'm like you are so gorgeous
1: naturally I know I know like Literally, and I still believe this, but like growing up, I thought she, and again, still thinks she was, is slash was, the most beautiful woman ever. She had that all American look and she was so sweet. And like, again, I was in like the Britney, Christina, Jessica era, and I just thought like they could do no wrong. And like I'm a brunette and just like her blonde look just like ugh gave me such jealousy and like it just gave me life truly but yeah I agree like I feel like her again and this is like such personal preference like Jessica do whatever the heck you want but like yeah I do feel like there is a point with lip fillers that you're like oh god girl like <laughs> slow down a little bit but honestly you do you like she has been on the receiving end of like such scrutiny in the media over her entire career, like not only for her looks, but things she says, her music, like literally everything. So yeah, it's not maybe something that I would do personally, but whatever whatever makes you happy just makes me happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. I just have to mention one more thing. About current pop culture news Because it kind of relates to what we're saying So I don't know if you saw These new pictures of Megan Fox And Machine Gun Kelly And Megan is like all wearing all pink For the the premiere
1: Yes Yes I did
0: So when I first opened Instagram and saw that I thought she was Kim Oh my gosh same Yeah (laughs) It made me so sad because I was like like okay yeah the rest of us maybe we try to look like him you are Megan Fox like yes yes girl I was like it's just crazy to me like the way that I mean even Megan Fox like we've seen her face change so much over the years and like I'm glad she's like well before these pictures she was back to like looking like herself like I think she let a lot of things dissolve or whatever yeah agreed but these pictures I'm just like Her makeup is so Kim Like the whole I mean she just looks so much Like her and I'm just like Why are you Copying Kim's style When you are like an iconic Person especially for her looks Like and I know that it's kind of like a negative Thing that her looks were put up On a pedestal and she was kind Mm. of treated Wrongly for that and I I get that that's a complicated Thing but like if anybody Should not be self conscious about Their looks and trying to look like somebody else It's Megan Fox
1: (laughs) literally yeah I feel the exact same way like yes her career started as her being like the hot girl and that probably came with a lot of baggage or things to like unpack but especially when I saw these pictures I got so sad and like again it kind of is like these are the things I'm like it's great that Kim wants to look like this and chooses to look like this like what I guess there's I guess, so much to dig into about like her stealing from black women, et cetera, but like mm-hmm. um but then seeing like Kylie and Megan and a lot of their like um f- famous friends like Larsa Pippin and stuff like end up looking so much like them, or steph um Kim's ex assistant like, got the same kind of, like, BBL, like, kind of hip surgery, waist shaping type thing, and the extensions and stuff, um, it's those, those times that I'm really sad, because, yeah, I opened up that, uh, picture, too, it was from the premiere of Machine Gun Kelly's new docu about, or, like, whatever, about his life, and, I literally did a double take because I thought it was Kim with pink hair. And I was like, oh, she went from blonde to pink. Like, interesting. And then I was like, oh my God, no, that's not her at all. Yeah, my brain
0: did the same thing. I was like, what?
1: Yeah, and even uh, Chloe and Courtney, like there's some aspects of their lives too that just seem to be almost copying Kim. And like, I know she's kind of like, this big star of the family but it makes me so weird that you would want to look so similar to someone like that
0: do you have is there like a favorite Kardashian for you
1: <laughs> that's also a complicated question I, <laughs> I definitely think that I used to really really love Chloe, but there's been some like over the past couple years like her and I have had a falling out <laughs> <laughs> Um and then again like I I was a big Courtney girl and then um kind of been over the Kravis uh situation and I think it it really just is Kim for as as much shit as I just talked about her like she's just so fascinating like I want to say that like as much as I criticize her like it is rooted in just like a deep like Fascination And And mostly Respect Sometimes I don't agree With everything she does Obviously But So I think I think it's Kim I think it'll always be Kim
0: I don't know that I like her As much as you But I, <laughs> um, Like I don't find it, It's weird Like I, I would say That I don't really find her That fascinating But then like Why have I been watching her Since yes. You know what I mean Like so I guess Absolutely I I, I Yeah it's weird like I think in some ways I really respect her and then in other ways I'm like disgusted by her and then in other ways I'm like just very neutral and whatever but like I am tired of hearing about them and I'm tired of their whole machine and everything but then here I am sitting talking about them so
1: it's like literally I say that like (laughs) once a week and then I talk about them for 30 minutes like we just did because it yeah it is it's this sick game we're in this like yeah push and pull that like you really can't get out of
0: yeah I feel like someone will bring them up and I'm like oh like why do we have to talk about this and then like an hour later I'm like and anyway instead yes,
1: know what yes. Said, like- yes. <laughs> 100% what <laughs> they have nailed the like um outrage kind of like headline or whatever where it's like they get us talking but we it, like, and we're mad, but they're never canceled. So they've nailed that, like, fine line. And, yeah, I just – I love yeah. that. I think I'm going to say Chris
0: is my favorite because I don't care about Kettle and Kylie at all. I don't know why. I think I just, like, cap it at the older uh, siblings. and then yeah, I, <laughs> I just don't care. Like, when people are obsessed with something that's going on with them, I'm like, they literally – they could climb Mount Everest and I would be like, okay, like, checking Chloe's Instagram. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. I think Chris is awesome like I don't think she's like evil or secretly you know whatever I I just I think she's just I, she is fascinating like I that I will say like I do find her the most fascinating Courtney I am so tired of like the Kravis thing and mm-hmm. like I don't need to see you asking like what fluids you could like oh my god in the hospital room <laughs> that was a nightmare um yeah that was truly a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> I do love her for pulling her own baby out
1: um that was yes. like my favorite moment of the show <laughs> yes I loved that yeah yeah I I also like Chris like I I think she's also fascinating and like I wish that she had like a tell-all book well like she has a memoir and she has a master class but like It's all surface level stuff and just, again, the way that she has led this family to become this empire, I would die to know those secrets, but I don't think we'll ever get that in our in our lifetime, so.
0: I agree. I want to see a camera following her all day, like for real, because, you know, she's talked about her routine. She gets up at like 3.30 every morning and works out and then, you know, she's like ready to get working on all the careers at like 6 a.m. and stuff. And I'm just wondering, is she literally on the phone all day, like talking, like if, if Kim is doing Vogue magazine, like she wasn't the recent episode, like is Chris literally on the phone negotiating, like, well, she can only do this day for this amount of hours? Or like, is that her assistance doing that? And if I was the head of Balenciaga, would I literally be talking to Chris on the phone about it? Or like, how much does she actually do? What is her involvement? What is, is she Turning down stuff all day That's like lower level stuff That she doesn't even bring to Kim Like an agent would, you know Yeah, yeah Things like that I just am so curious how it all actually works Instead of like You know um, here's Chris becoming a mime Like I don't need to It's fine like she doesn't need to be A a mime or she doesn't need to have pranks Pulled on her she doesn't need to go to the grocery Store like I I get it at this point like she's Not the type of person that goes to the grocery store Mm -hmm. Because she has this like Extraordinary weird crazy Celebrity Mm -hmm. life so what actually happens During the day
1: (laughs) Yeah 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 that was So out of touch like cosplaying As like a normal person (laughs) was just like it's just so out of touch. On the other hand, I get that something like going to the grocery store would be thrilling if you haven't gone in years or like can't go because of paparazzi and stuff. But yeah, kind of over this, like definitely the Kardashians on this season has like have taken this turn where it's like they're just they're Jones in for some, you know, grocery store shopping and some convenience store snacks and stuff and it's just like ugh this is like the way that you're like fetishizing but also like romanticizing i don't know these activities is so weird but i actually think that you're kind of like spot on about chris chris's involvement in their careers like i do think um the big deals are being brokered by Chris and Kim or Chris and Chloe or whatever like Vogue like Balenciaga but you're right I think um, Kim is a lot more present in the business I think Chloe is is too I think maybe Courtney's a little bit more hands off but I do think also there is kind of like a starting point with Chris and kind of like a, a bottlenecks like I do think she Might turn away a lot of things that just like aren't worth their time at this point
0: I agree and the other thing I think is so funny and like fascinating is That chris puts good american at the bottom of her Mm -hmm. instagram bio Mm -hmm. which is Crazy to me because I think that good american is by far Their best brand of anything they've ever done now. I haven't tried every single thing. I haven't tried skims Mm -hmm. um but I have tried I like Kim's perfume um, Oh Interesting I Yeah I love her Her crystal gardenia perfume
1: mm-hmm.
0: Chloe's jeans I don't know how much She's involved with it I don't know if she's just like A financial backer Or whatever she does for it But I don't care Whatever it is It's the best
1: brand I love those jeans Do you have any of them? No But I'm like So on the cusp Of buying them because I've heard such good things that and skims I'm really considering buying which again I hate like monetarily supporting the Kardashians even though like again I know talking about them on my podcast and stuff does support them in in a roundabout way but yes I think if I were to buy any of the Kardashian products it would 100% be the jeans and And, like, a Skims, like, bra or, like, underwear.
0: I haven't done that much research on Skims, but I think that I would probably – like, I've looked at the underwear. I feel like I would want to buy the underwear because I'm actually really picky with underwear and they seem to have the kind of, like, no lines, like, really soft
1: type of
0: thongs that I like. But I haven't gotten the opportunity – I know that they're in some stores now, so I would actually like to try some of that stuff on – not yes. underwear,
1: but you know what I mean. Yes, yeah, like the, yeah, the like shapewear. The shapewear. Yes, one hundred percent. I'm um, I'm right there with you.
0: <laughs> but listen, do yourself a favor. I I say this for all women listening. Find out where your local Good American retailer is, okay, and just go try on the jeans because I never even would have. I was working retail a couple of years ago, and we started getting Good American. I, we would basically try on everything that came into the store. It was mm-hmm. like really, you know, it was fun. And I could not believe – they are my favorite jeans. I now have – I just got a pair in the mail today. I'm not kidding. Like, I love them. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they are expensive, but I – Think that they're worth the price I usually get them discounted just because I'm that kind of shopper like I always find discounts but even Mm -hmm. if I had to pay full price for them like I would think I would say that they're worth it because they're the kind of jeans that you just live in they fit so well like they're soft they're like forgiving Mm -hmm. um and it's just amazing to me that she has succeeded so well with this brand because she doesn't seem passionate about it the way Kim has really put it out like Kim's really put it out there she's like this is what I do I'm a businesswoman she really wants you to know that she's involved that she cares you know she gets on Instagram and I say all the time I wish Jessica would do this with her line she gets Mm -hmm. on Instagram wearing Mm -hmm. the stuff and she's like oh my god you guys look look how great this looks or whatever she says you know and I, I I Chloe doesn't seem that involved but I still have to give her props because I am obsessed with Her jeans
1: (laughs) Yeah I agree It's so weird That it isn't hyped up Especially because The line is doing Really well Like financially And they just had That collab With Zara Yeah It's so weird How Kind of underplayed That is And that it's Size inclusive And that they don't Sell the stockists If they don't Include the entire line So Mm -hmm. There's so many Pros Yeah So weird That it's at the end Of her list Because I bet 100% she does, like, a weird ranking of her kids, like, list in her Instagram bio.
0: I know. It's even <laughs> – how is it below
1: the fake sock line? I know. I know. I know. But I will say um, Rob's, I think, a hot sauce company is not on the list, so <laughs> – I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, there's that, but – it has a
0: hot sauce brand?
1: Yeah, so – yeah, she has her brand, and I guess it's below Good American, and she has <laughs> Arthur George up there, but yeah, no, none of the hot sauce brand. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my funny. God. So funny. Wow. Wow. Um, I will say when you mentioned the Kardashian perfumes, I think like my second perfume in high school and I wanted it so bad. So it would have been like 2006, 2007, something like that. I remember because I'm from Canada, I went to Seattle to visit my aunt and I went into Nordstrom and saw... And smelt, obviously, Jessica Simpson's fancy perfume. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, so obsessed with it. But it was, like, 80 US dollars. And I was, like, in grade 8 or something like that. And I was, like, oh, my God. that Like, that would be my entire, like, trip's money. So I didn't <laughs> buy it. And then I cried. Oh. <laughs> I cried the way home, like, literally for, like, two hours. And this would have been in, like, August. And then in August. December of that year my parents family friends from Seattle came to visit us and they brought the perfume set like it must have been like the Christmas set and I was I had no idea and it was such a surprise and I was like so thrilled so Uh (laughs) that was like I think my first perfume was like Baby Fat by Lee Simmons but it was like my favorite perfume and I was like so thrilled that's that that was my Again, my Jessica Simpson uh, obsession days.
0: (laughs) So let's talk about how did you become a fan of Jessica?
1: I feel like it must obviously have been her music. I feel like, again, with like Britney, Jessica, Christina, etc. Sometimes it's like hard to pinpoint when you become became a fan because I was so young that an actual memory doesn't necessarily stick out Mm -hmm. but definitely obviously her music I remember vividly her relationship with Nick in all of the tabloids I remember I remember her dessert line I had the like a really bad like orangey sparkle powder puff thing and like some of the like body creams and body sprays as well um I also had the powder puff yeah oh my god it was like you literally I would put it on my chest and I would literally like cough up a lung after putting it on yeah (laughs) yeah so I think what was her first song candy no that was Mandy Moore oh my god (laughs) <laughs> what was jessica's first song
0: i want to love you forever
1: okay so it was definitely not that song i wonder was it um oh i think i'm in love yes 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 100 percent. i was like i know it's upbeat and i know it's like fun yes definitely i think i'm in love and yeah i just like remember seeing her yeah in like tons of photo shoots like on magazine covers doing ads for different brands and i was like she is absolutely so beautiful and then obviously I remember her her in her Daisy Dukes for Dukes of Hazard, and then the jean the mom jeans like controversy <laughs> with the leopard belt around her weight um I was I was there for it all
0: yeah that was the dumbest thing that's ever happened in pop culture <laughs>
1: <laughs> literally literally
0: Have you watched Newlyweds over the years or
1: was watching this
0: episode a blast from the past for you?
1: (laughs) It was kind of both. So I definitely watched season one and two. I vaguely remember season two. I definitely remember all the episodes of season one when they aired. And then I actually did a rewatch when I was avoiding studying for exams when I was in college So this would have been like in 2011 and then I think other than like random TikToks or like clips online, this is the first time I've seen them in like literally 10 years. So what did you think of (laughs) of going, did did you watch just this one episode? I did, but I actually think that I will do a full series rewatch because They are so easy to consume like I think that that was the thing that stood out to me the most is just like kind of like what we talked about at the start of that the episode like there wasn't even much plot or drama or anything but it was just so fun to watch and so easy to watch and since they're only like the 22 minute shows or whatever it's so easy to just like plow through them so. I agree it ends and you're like what happened? Literally what happened, and you're right, in this episode, we saw, like, one singular minute of Jessica, so it was, like, that was disappointing, but yeah, it it's just so different from TV nowadays, but equally as enjoyable. Are you a fan of Ashley? Did you watch The Ashley Simpson Show? I did. I am. Um, I think, again, like, I related to Ashley so much because... Okay, so my – and, okay, this is, like, no shade to my sister because she is one of the best people I know in my entire life. Um, But I have an older sister. She is blonde. I'm the younger sister. I'm brunette. She is a doctor. (laughs) I I am not a doctor. (laughs) I I definitely, like, resonated with some of the, like, living in your shadow vibes Mm -hmm. again not that that was like purposely perpetrated by my parents or her at all but I think you just you know naturally compare yourself to you know your siblings and stuff and um autobiography literally I listen it listen to it to this day like it always comes up in my Spotify wrapped like at the end of each year like I loved her music. I love the the pop music that Jessica and Ashley both have put out.
0: Do you have a favorite track from Autobiography? Oh my god, like if,
1: if I can't list the entire... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. It like, is such a good album. Like, I don't know if people realize like your average... Person realizes how great of an album that is but like I love Jessica's music and I don't think any of Jessica's albums are on par with how great that
1: one is Absolutely like I will listen to it front to back no skips which is really rare for me if I had to name, like, one song, it's probably better off. But, like, obviously I love autobiography and pieces of me and Shadow and Lala. Like, those were, like, kind of the the radio hits. But mm-hmm. it's really a no-skip album for me.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Me too. It's, I don't know if how much you follow Ashley today, but, you know, my girl is doing a lot of brand deals and not mm-hmm. a lot of music. And mm-hmm. my joke is – because she's on – all the She'll be on like random shows like she was on MTV Cribs And now she's on this like house renovating show mm-hmm. um, And my joke is that she'll appear on anything except her own album And <laughs> I just have to joke because it helps the pain, you know
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, I totally agree Her career has taken like kind of like a weird trajectory for sure Um, I didn't watch her show with Evan I feel like it will stay on my, like, to watch list because – Yeah, it's
0: pretty – it's fine. It's, you know, it, it didn't – it's not the Ashley Simpson show, but nothing is. Yes,
1: nothing <laughs> is. Nothing is. But, yeah, like, I loved the, like, Ryan Cabrera of it all. And, like, he, I also was a really big Hills fan. So, like, when it was, like, a crossover with the Hills and Audrina Patridge and stuff like that, like, everything – was right in the world. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So let's get into this episode. It aired on July 28th, 2004. And as I said, it's called Nick and Joe. I guess it's supposed to be about like the relationship that Joe and Nick have.
1: Did you read Jessica's book? No, but I have Read excerpts of it, obviously, and I did listen to some podcasts about it, but I haven't like actually. I am not a nonfiction reader, <laughs> like. But yeah, I I definitely read the main like the juicy points that people wrote articles about.
0: Well, just to fill in you and anyone else listening that maybe did not read the book, Jessica writes about how Joe always hated Nick did Mm -hmm. not want her to marry him Mm -hmm. and even at her wedding when they were standing in the lobby area of the chapel about to walk down the aisle joe you know grabbed jessica and said we don't you don't have to do this like we can leave right now or you know (laughs) whatever he said and she was like are you fucking kidding me like i'm about to walk out right now and he still was like, "We we don't you know we don't have to do this, baby, you know um, <laughs> and
1: and and he kind of I mean, you can see that in this episode
0: absolutely, like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually surprised at, so obviously we see it's funny how it's about their relationship, even though they basically don't have a conversation in this entire <laughs> episode, like they're just doing activities, but like barely together." But I was surprised, like, in the talking heads, which is, I think that's what most people call them. But when they're doing, like, their in-the-moment interviews, like, they're, when mm-hmm. they're speaking to the cameras. And Joe's like, I don't have a good relationship with Nick. Like, that, I thought that was, like, the, the candor was, like, shocking.
0: Yeah, because he was very honest about the fact that, like, They never hung out, never talked, and he's like, now I guess we're making up for lost time.
1: My relationship with Nick is growing. I respect him as a man, and I respect him as someone who loves Jessica very much. In the dating time, we did not spend any time in relationship because I was afraid for Jessica to get married early. So we're trying to make up for time.
0: And I thought it was funny in the part where he said, my relationship with Nick is usual in that he is my son-in-law. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like just stating that.
1: Like, like the, the relationship, like the like, yeah, role. We, we know who he is to you, <laughs> yeah, Joe. Yeah. Like,
0: we understand that. And he's like, but it's unusual in the fact that our lives are very intertwined. And their lives are very intertwined. Like, mm-hmm. Jessica seems like any day of the week She would rather be around her parents than Nick Yes So I don't, I mean that couldn't have been easy on their marriage Because it seemed like they needed to be involved with everything Yes No matter what And it just seemed like Nick, you know His parents live in Ohio Like they're not over every day They're not involved with every decision I mean even in the first episode of Newlyweds Nick and Jessica are still getting everything situated and moving into their house and Joe and Tina are standing there kind of having a fight and and they're like all frustrated and Joe's like they just got to figure it out like they're a married couple they just got to figure it out and they're like stressed because they're like oh do should we get them movers like should we take care of all of this and you know Nick's like 30
1: yes (laughs) and he
0: refuses to get movers so they're like should we get and it's just like They don't even need to, like, why are they even there? You know, like, they don't even need to be there. They're moving into their house. They just got married. Like, they can figure it out, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't like Nick Lachey, obviously. And, like, (laughs) I still don't like him, even though I've watched um, The Ultimatum and Love is Blind, where he hosts, um, unfortunately. But, like, there is a mature, like, a life maturity to him that Jessica at this point didn't have like around yeah like moving and stuff like that that she still really relied on her parents yeah and he obviously didn't and because yeah I don't think he's mature in a lot of other ways but like in terms of just like basic like life skills I guess he had that and she was still really much like in her like family's nest. Um yeah,
0: I I totally understand like I relate to that because I'm really close with my parents, but I don't know. And and I and I first of all, I love how you said like you said that in such a gradual way. You were like I
1: don't like <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nick yeah. like, like, I want to make that super clear. So clear. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, I don't like him either, but I kind of – like,
1: I do empathize with him mm-hmm, in that mm-hmm. scenario for sure. But I'm sorry, 100%. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 no. I completely agree that in those aspects, like, I would be annoyed too. Like, if my partner was, like, still – yeah, depending on her parents, like, a lot and – I was trying to build our nuclear family and stuff. Like if we just had different ideas about what our relationship with our in-laws would be, like, I think that would be like super frustrating. So you're right. Like some of these pieces, I feel I do empathize with Nick. And like the other piece, like when he was like, our lives are so intertwined. And like, I guess if you don't have those expectations or you've never talked about it or Like, maybe they're not good at setting boundaries. Like, how Mm -hmm. these could cause such petty arguments, like, over the years. Which isn't good for, like, a newlywed couple.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. So, the episode opens with Nick and Jessica leaving and Jess says she's... Very ready for a vacation, but it's not a vacation Because she is
1: working (laughs) Yes, that was so funny She's like, I need a vacation Anyways, I'm doing this clothes set L shoot I was like, what? I know (laughs) Nick is on vacation Yes, yes Pretty
0: much everybody else is working with Jessica or for Jessica Even when Nick and Joe are supposed to be bonding Joe is on the phone the entire time
1: yeah which was so rude but also like so funny I think sorry um this is like a little bit of a side tangent but like I think that that is another point of contention between Nick and Jessica and maybe why their relationship didn't work out but like it kind of showed how like Jessica had her posse and she had a photo shoot and shit like that and like Nick had like literally nothing going on and like mm-hmm. I wonder if like he felt like jealousy that her career was like really taking off at this point and his was like kind of floundering.
0: Yeah, very much so. Um, you know, that's I think one of the main reasons why they divorced. Like he really mm-hmm. couldn't handle that her, she Her career was the one that took off After initially he was the star Yes 98, 98 Degrees became big before Jessica as a solo artist So she was yes. always looking up to him Asking him for advice Asking him questions about what to do In the most simple of scenarios Because she, she was the kind of girl who was very babied Yes And I think he liked that position He liked being the older one The more successful one The smarter one Yes And once she starts to gain more of her own success and she can stand on her own two feet and she doesn't have to ask him for advice so much anymore I think that definitely hurts his ego and for him to be the one who's just kind of tagging along because literally everyone else was working like Casey's her assistant Joe is her manager Tina does her styling Ken yep. is there with the hair styling I yep. think Ashley was the only other person that wasn't working
1: <laughs> yeah and like she, I, I guess at this point she was probably still Jessica's one of her backup dancers.
0: No, 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 this no. Is, she's, um, she's this is she's when surpassed she's, that. Yeah, she's uh in this this part she's about to come out with autobiography.
1: Okay, what a queen. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, one hundred percent couldn't agree more, and it's just so blatantly obvi- obvious as like us being like the third party watching in on this, and like again, it just shows you how. I think that we got, like, an authentic version of Nick and Jessica, whereas, like, juxtaposing that with the Kardashians is, like, so shocking because we don't get the real deal at any point.
0: exactly. In this episode, you really get a – like, you get the vibe of what's happening. Yes, yes, of what's happening,
1: yeah. And it's not great.
0: (laughs) No. No, not so great, but – Good for Jessica because she got to do this L cover, which she says is a dream cover of hers. And if you look up L September 2004, it's so beyond stunning. There's some of my favorite pictures of Jessica, I think, ever taken. She says that her dad and Nick are going to do adventurous stuff.
1: Yes. And then
0: they're sitting having breakfast, and Jess is talking about how. Her dad was obsessed with Elle McPherson Which is very funny now That we know more about Joe's
1: personal life <laughs> Yes, yes Again, like something that like Feels innocuous at the time And yeah Just a little tidbit for 20 years Down the road <laughs> or whatever
0: Yeah, I wonder if anyone else at the table was like Yeah, okay
1: <laughs> Yeah, 100%
0: I mean, who knows, maybe maybe he's bi um, But his Instagram suggests that he only likes men which is fine you know many of us many of us only like men tragically I sometimes I wish I liked women but um (laughs) and yeah she's like even when he was preaching to the choir and everything he was talking about Elle McPherson's butt
1: and I'm like I know I know I know I know oh Joe yeah (laughs) yeah so glad for his journey and um me too She's always been such an amazing woman because my dad has, even when he was like preaching in the church, he would always talk about Elle McPherson's butt. Like, it was, just, it was always a favorite. Did a
0: commercial not too long ago. No, no, no. Elle, he named it
1: after I think they were married. He I think she's amazing. I feel like growing up in Texas again I'm making huge assumptions as a Canadian here but I feel like your sexuality that's probably something you would just tamp down and yeah you know try to live a straight life and so super super happy for him but yeah it was just so funny
0: (laughs) yeah it's funny because I remember Lance Bass saying that he did stuff like that all the time to appear straight you know mm-hmm. like the other guys would be talking about oh my god you know did you see Elia's new video and lance would be like she is so hot oh yeah. my <laughs> god did you see how hot she looked for sure you
1: know like yeah and convincing that, that was kind of this vibe too like it was like he just kind of chose one woman and was like this is the girl that I'm gonna just like double down on like (laughs) she's the hottest thing I've ever seen well Jessica
0: actually says that Elle magazine is named after Elle McPherson which is not true no
1: oh my god I was laughing so hard at that I was like that's just, like, categorically false. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, Elle Magazine has existed since before Elle McPherson was born. But there is – I did did—I did look up, like, where did that come from? Is that just, like, a Jessica-ism? And apparently there was a six-year period where Elle McPherson was in every single issue of Elle Magazine just because she was such a successful model at the time, not right. because it has anything to do with her, but maybe – Maybe people think that because she was in it so often, but Jessica was kind of like telling this whole story. She was like, yeah, he named it after her. And I'm like, is she talking about like the
1: founder of the magazine from the forties? <laughs> like, yes. What is she
0: talking about?
1: Yeah, that was so funny. I just assumed it was, like, French because, you know, everyone thinks in the fashion world French is so chic, which it is, obviously. And, like, L means, like, her or she or something like that. Right, So right. that's what I just assumed L always stood for. But, yeah, that was so funny. And, like, I do – like, Elle McPherson is a supermodel, so it makes – it does make – the logic is there, but I was like, no, that's just – that's wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and she said it so confidently. I feel like, yeah, that's fine. You let her believe that. Then Joe and
1: Nick go ride ATVs, and I was just so bored. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did this segment literally go on for, like, 15 of the 22 minutes?
0: And nothing – its that nothing was happening. They were just riding them and yeah like whatever oh and then Kate before they left Casey like told a story about how she
1: just was crying on that plane because someone died on an ATV and like yes a- and they were going to go ATV yeah I was like okay like because they're showing so much like is someone gonna do like a cool trick is someone gonna fall off like what's gonna happen and yeah then I, I, was I thought like, someone
0: was gonna get hurt because of what she said
1: yeah and I was like if I was not watching this for a podcast I would have Been skipping ahead
0: <laughs> like, I know like maybe they just Were trying to appeal to more
1: guys Or something but it was just Yeah so, like who cares That's a good question like maybe they Were yeah trying to bring In a different audience base I have No idea or just show that Nick Is you know doing his Masculine Activities but like mm-hmm. I don't know it was It was so boring <laughs>
0: Yeah we got like one of Nick's classic moments of just being such a sweet gentleman Um, When he says well there's a couple of them The first one is before they leave and Casey tells them that story And she she's like Nick like you could tell she's just telling him to be real careful Like she's not saying oh you're gonna die today in an ATV crash She's just telling him like be careful you know And he's like you cry at everything so what am I supposed to feel something because you said that and She was like, oh, you're so pleasant to be around. And he's like, yeah, try living with you for three months. And I'm like,
1: damn. Literally, literally. I was like, that held so much, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Animosity. Mm -hmm. That just nobody could ever fathom. That's your wife's best friend. Literally best friend. And, like, she's still best friends with Casey to this day. So, like. Yeah yeah nick was obviously the problem so the other
0: lovely gentlemanly comment that we get from nick is when they're about to ride the atvs and nick says your hemorrhoids aren't gonna
1: act up are they like (laughs) honestly (laughs) how dare you and i i really feel like this shows the type of person nick is because it's like if you can't lock it up and be a sweet, kind person, respectful person while you're being filmed, what are you saying off camera?
0: I know. What a gross, random thing to say. Because First of all, I doubt that her dad actually had hemorrhoids. It probably yeah. was just some <laughs> dumb thing that Nick said. <laughs> so it's either so random and makes no sense because he doesn't have them, or Nick is like talking about something really personal in front of, the whole world either way not good either way you know
1: literally like it's a no-win situation he either revealed like medical information that like is probably embarrassing Mm -hmm. or is like making fun of I guess like his age like I don't know it was just it was so uncalled for and
0: it's no surprise why Joe was so standoffish in the talking head moment because you would think that it's a reality show You know he would put on a smiling face And be like I think Nick is so great For Jessica and he's so talented And you know he's a good man but he doesn't say that He says I respect Nick as someone who loves Jessica Yeah, Not yeah. I respect how much he cares about Others or something like that like he's like I-, I respect him as like the person who loves Jessica and that's why I respect him And I I, I respect him basically because I am Forced to respect him to Have a relationship with my daughter <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was really telling, I thought. Yeah. And again, it's like, does Nick even love Jessica or does he just love the idea and like the trophy wife aspect of Jessica? And like, it is baffling. But also what is Joe at this point supposed to do? Again, not even really to give props to Joe Simpson, but like like he did share his feelings with Jessica and like, you can't do I think much more than that like she is her own woman so it's like mm-hmm. you can share share your feelings but really it's up to her and she went she decided to marry him and yeah but it was it was just ugh, it was so bad
0: yeah not interesting didn't need it then we finally are out of the desert or whatever and mm-hmm. we go out to dinner mm-hmm. with the whole crew Jessica has some of her. Classic moments here Where she thinks She confuses a woodchuck With a woodpecker Yep Yep (laughs) As one does (laughs) Which like I don't even know How they got on that topic They were talking about Some southern stuff That I just As someone from New Jersey I was lost (laughs) yeah so i don't even understand how they got on that topic i'll just put the clip in because i was like what and you guys could judge for yourselves and see what you think of it that was the prayer you said before you got in the squirrel (laughs) for the hispanic oh my my squirrel our father who aren't here i'm about to lay out tear
1: out your nutsack (laughs) (laughs)
0: like
1: a chipmunk oh that's a squirrel that's a squirrel but a
0: woodchuck is a chipmunk no it's
1: not a woodchuck pecks into the that's tree. A no, that's, a that's a woodpecker. <laughs> 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 oh, beaver that, that's a woodpecker. The beaver is what Eskimos use to walk on through the snow. <laughs> what? No. They do? They, not. they make so snowshoes. Yeah. Okay, snow? yes. No, no those not made they not use tennis rackets. beavers. They're made out of beaver tail. <laughs> <beaver. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> they're made out of beaver, I swear. Beaver tails. <laughs> I <laughs> think no. so, no. the beaver no. tail. A woodchuck
0: is a thing that sees a shadow. Well, acorns, the top of an acorn is wood. But there's no, elk not now. real. Wood. <laughs> yes, it is. <coughs> it comes no, off the tree. Sea, yes. I don't, I don't know think five, it it on it's it on not, it's yes, it. Yes, but is it made out of wood? What do you think is on the do you think? Wouldn't you say that it's, it's wood, not that, wood? But it has to have some right. kind of wood
1: in it. it, to, you made eat corn,
0: it. The, I, the shell is hard though, so what what is it? I'm so confused. Then she says a beaver is what Eskimos use to walk on in the snow. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was like Okay. <laughs> I was like no, that's not right. Like Inuit people where I live do use beaver skins on their snowshoes. Right. Like that aspect is is right, but I was like uh, I think you're missing a few, like, critical points to this story. Yeah,
0: I thought she was thinking of, like, Davy Crockett or something with, like, the raccoon on your head.
1: <laughs> Literally. But, yeah, like, beaver pelts are a big they're, part. Yeah, of, like... Warm, right? Yes, they're warm. And I, I do think the skins can be used in, like, for drums and snowshoes and, and different items and stuff like that. But, like... For indigenous peoples in Canada at least um that's my understanding but like I was like girl <laughs> you're missing like several points it was kind of like she was trying to recall like a fact from like a seventh grade history class <laughs> that just went so so wrong <laughs> yeah and then she says that an
0: acorn is made of wood yeah uh, like the top of it and I was like at first I was like she is crazy But then I was like well what is it Because I know that an acorn is a nut But I'm like what is the top of an acorn So I googled it And it's called a a cupule okay. it's, I don't know I've never heard that word before It's C-U-P-U-L-E And it's a tough outer shell So it is not wood It is just a shell So there's okay. your fact of the day I don't know if anyone was wondering about that But now you know
1: Yeah, I actually like was after I heard of that because she was just like, well, it comes from the tree. And but then I was like, Jess, like so do leaves and like (laughs) berries and fruit and like stuff like that that aren't wood or bark or whatever she was thinking. (laughs) But yeah, that was like so funny. Again, like how can you not love her for these like random sentences and facts that she just shares in conversations? Yeah. Queen of thinking out loud. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> I
0: also loved like the how she kind of like did like a head banging motion when she said woodchuck, like to show that it's yes, a woodpecker like
1: pecks yes. on the tree. She's like, no, but it pecks, it pecks the bark, and she like literally mimed <laughs> it. I was like, you tell them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then the next day, Nick and Joe go golfing, and Jess and her friends are by the pool. I wanted to see more of that because I thought it was funny like how they all were – they all were like in a circle together, all the girls and Ken. Like they almost seemed like they were having a poolside meeting or something. Yes. And basically all we get is like Jessica saying that she wore Ralph Lauren at the photo shoot and then we have to endure Nick
1: and Joe golfing. It's awful. It's awful. Do you think – Because I was wondering this. Do you think that he truly was on the phone the entire time? Because we saw like a 30 second montage. Do you think that they just clipped together, say like, five phone calls over the course of like 3 hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. I don't think he was on the phone the whole time. Um and throughout this whole episode, even when they right before they leave for the ATVs, they show Jessica like getting up and leaving and then without her there, it's like very awkward between them and they're they mm-hmm. like don't know what to say and stuff. And I think they just show those moments to share a narrative. Like I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure they mm-hmm. they talked and they had things to discuss and they were polite to each other and they You know whatever like I'm sure it was not That bad but They need to frame it a certain way And the show like as real as it is I've talked about it before Um, You know we've dissected all the episodes And there are some episodes where they Include things Verbally that are not actually being said in the moment like they do voiceovers and If you only see the back of jessica's head for like a whole conversation She did not actually say it and things like that So I think that they just wanted to sell this narrative of look how awkward it is
1: Yeah 100% Yeah, you're totally right. There's obviously a narrative being shown I just thought it was so funny that like also the phone calls were like of zero substance like because yeah. <laughs> I was like okay well like if he was getting like a major like business call for Jess or like whatever then like obviously like he would have to answer it and then it was just like it was like something like hey, hey Caroline like how's it going and I was no. like this is like you don't need to be taking this right now <laughs> like, yeah it was almost like he was relieved
0: that he got a phone call so he didn't have to talk to Nick
1: yeah and like Fair. I, I, yeah, I would be doing the same <laughs>
0: So then they get
1: back from
0: golfing, and I did not understand this at all, so I want to know if you maybe have some insight for me. But <laughs> So they're all like, oh, hey, Papa Joe, and Joe's like, Nick said ugly things to me. And then he goes, I couldn't tell what he was saying. He goes, I'm not talking to him. He said, I didn't know they let the whales out?
1: Yeah. What does that mean? Okay, I didn't know either because was this after they went fishing? No, they fish the next day The next day, okay, okay Cause yeah, when I, cause I watched it through twice And I was like, maybe it had something to do with the fish And oh. like the the um whales or whatever Like eating all of the fish before they went fishing but... Oh,
0: you are so brilliant So maybe they just mixed up the date Like they, they did it out of sequence oh, they, Which has happened
1: oh. before Okay, yes, like, they meant – they edited it that way, but it actually happened the, that the day, day of the fishing. Okay, that was, like, the only logical, like, like <laughs> understanding that I had of it, and I watched the episode twice through, like <laughs> –
0: Yeah, and because he was not serious, like, he was trying to be funny. Like, he's kind of sounded like a little boy being like, well, Nick was mean to me, mm-hmm. but I just
1: didn't – the whole thing is so weird. Like, this whole episode is just like, what <laughs> – yeah, like I felt like he was saying that, but like underneath it all, he was like actually hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So
0: then we have dinner the second night, and Ashley's sitting next to Jessica, and she has her iconic black hair.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I miss uh, it so much. Me too. I know, and this was pre nose job right yeah I I I loved her nose yeah
0: I say all the time
1: I love Ashley's old face I me too (laughs) like obviously she's still so beautiful but like yes I loved her nose I loved her like shaggy black hair like oh my god
0: I know she was so pretty and she's still like she's stunning but she was so cute like I don't know. So I like cute. both Ashleys.
1: Yeah, me too. Like, so cute, so normal. I think she also maybe got, like, her sh- her chin shaved yes. down. Yeah, but I loved, I loved her chin. I loved her nose. I loved everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, she had something done to her chin. Sometimes I feel like her chin looks
1: more prominent, though. I think, like, the kind of two things that you would get with chin. Also, just when you get your teeth done, like orthodontic work, your chin – and jaw shape changes but usually it's like you get injections like Ella, Jack Harlow to mm-hmm. make it more like defined or you get the sides shaved down like Kylie Jenner um, to look more feminine usually so I don't know maybe one of those two options or three options I'm not sure but either way she looks great, but we just mm-hmm. miss that original Ashley look. Yeah, we that's like when I talk about Kim Kardashian, I'm like I liked her like 3 faces ago because I really I, I liked her like in her um marriage to Kanye, like Paris look faces. Like
0: Oh my gosh, yes. Actually, I saw pictures recently um from before then though.
1: Mm -hmm. And I was like,
0: wow Um, She looked gorgeous She's wearing, like, a racing suit
1: (laughs) Have you seen those
0: pictures? Of course, of course She looks, her face is so beautiful Like, and youthful looking And I'm like, well, what happened between like the playboy <laughs> pictures and this, this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Cause I can't really tell. I can't, it's hard to tell sometimes the little changes, but then when you look at a picture of her today and you look at a picture of her from like
1: 2007, you're like, whoa. Yeah. 100%. You know? Yeah. She definitely is like the queen of like subtle plastic surgery. Cause you're right. You have to look at like a 10 year, like time-lapse to see the differences and like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think some, like, would even say, like, people wouldn't think she had had tons of plastic surgery done.
0: Yeah, at that point, I mm-hmm. I would have said just maybe something small, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, totally.
0: So then Jessica also is hilarious in the scene because she's, like, imitating eating oysters, like, sucking them down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love someone who's not afraid to look silly or stupid. I think that's so cool because, like, Speaking of the Kardashians, they're, like, the queens of, like, we are perfect. Yes. You know? Uh, And I I just love when someone isn't afraid to, like, do something like
1: that on camera. Like, you know? Honestly, you've really summed up what I think I like most about her. And you're so right. Someone who is not afraid to, like, authentically be themselves, be goofy, look, quote, unquote, stupid, like, whatever is so cool. So genuine, and that so shines through for her. And like, sometimes honestly, I feel like I used to be more like that. But like the cool girl, like aesthetic, and not caring about things, has like really come into into style. And I'm like, bring it, bring us back to yeah, like the Jessica Simpsons, the like Anne Hathaways, the like just warm, silly women. I -hmm. love that.
0: I've said before in this podcast, I think it's actually a sign of intelligence if you're not afraid to look stupid. Because you have the confidence, you know you're not an idiot, so you're willing to just be like, well, isn't it just men that get horny from oysters or is it women too, you know?
1: Yes, She's like, I've never been aroused from an oyster. (laughs) Again, I'm like, I don't think it's like that Obvious I think it's like a lot more like Subtle than, than You're expecting but That was so so funny And I love that carefree Kind of attitude she has
0: I wonder about the oysters Thing because at this point I mean it could Just be like a placebo effect because Everybody's heard that so it's like yes. Ooh, Like we're gonna have oysters
1: tonight And you know, I have yes. fun
0: After or whatever so then it's like you're Getting
1: excited about it <laughs> 100% I truly believe that you're right like I don't even think any foods are aphrodisiacs maybe it's because of it's an expensive and kind of like sexy and like exclusive appetizer and like the way that you eat it is very like sexual like you're usually eating it like on like yeah romantic date or Whatever so maybe that's
0: where that came from I actually I read a brief article Because I was like how much do I actually care about this But (laughs) Because I don't eat seafood so it makes no difference to me But Mm. I read That there's very Limited evidence that Oysters are a direct link To increased Sex drive but If there is any link it is Jessica is actually right it is more For men because Oysters have more zinc than any other food, like very, very high zinc content. And zinc is a necessity for male sexual function. Oh, wild. And fertility. So if your man is eating a lot of oysters on a regular basis, you might have a higher chance of getting pregnant. Might, but it's (laughs) – That's fascinating. I did not know that. There you go. If anyone out there is uh, trying to get pregnant, go buy some (laughs) oysters. Enjoy your night. <laughs> that's, that's the mood. Yeah, and yeah. good luck. <laughs> so then they're talking about what the word stout means. And I honestly feel like at this point, they were just running out of Jessica <laughs> moments and they were just running out of ideas. I, I sincerely think a producer was just standing there and was like, hey, have you ever heard about this, Jessica? Like, what do you think this thing is? Because. Both dinners are very similar It's like a topic comes up And then Jessica says something wrong Or silly Or like mm-hmm. inaccurate about it Or wonders aloud Yeah like what does that mean? And they bring up the word stout And they're like oh it's beer And then she's like oh yeah But it could also mean this And I'm just like Why are you guys going
1: through Like fourth grade vocabulary lessons? <laughs> like- Literally Oh my god That's such a good point point. And actually like Now that you're saying that I feel like that's actually like a theme Throughout the entire show Yeah Because you're right Some of the conversations are so random And like I also know like when you're at dinner with really good friends For a long time or like consistently through like vacation You do end up on random weird miscellaneous topics But like but you're so right that it happening twice in a row Like two nights in a row does seem kind of suspicious And then Justin Timberlake comes up
0: You know one of the few people I dislike more than Nick yeah, truly, truly,
1: yeah, <laughs> even worse. Casey just said, I dated a guy who rode the motorcycle when he danced. No, because <laughs> it. I'm like, Were his hands attached to anything, or are they just? No, he just did this. like, <laughs> oh God, that's bad. <laughs> like a motorcycle, we used to call it Say, ride right? the motorcycle. I like, just to be like, Casey, 10 by 8. Who done? Who done? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I know. Every guy in the club should want to be Justin
0: Timberlake. Oh, that's true. I That's true. And every girl in the club wants to be with Justin. <laughs> that's true. So that <laughs> Involve me in that one. They try to make it seem like Nick is annoyed or jealous of Justin. Which how could he not be jealous of Justin because he was in like the same position except ten rungs lower. Mm-hmm. and tried to have a solo career and it's not working out and Justin's is working out very very well and mm-hmm. here's Jessica saying you know every guy in the club would want to be Justin Timberlake and you know he's such a good dancer and Nick does not dance and
1: you know yeah and then like in a later scene when they're on the boat she talks about one of her ex-boyfriends how yeah yeah she went swimming with him and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. Again I don't think she's purposely trying to provoke him But it's just its just really funny
0: <laughs> Yeah he does not look happy um, no. I did say like oh they're trying to make it seem like he's annoyed but And I do think that like they try to like film him in a way That they're really like focusing on him And he's you know making a face or whatever But I don't think that that was too much of a stretch Like I could totally see him being like mmm don't bring up Justin
1: Timberlake. Yeah, 100% totally. Yeah.
0: And then a few years later, Jessica makes out with Justin Timberlake. So mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> comes full circle. Exactly.
0: So then it's the next morning and or a- allegedly the next morning who knows with the editing. <laughs> Nick calls Ken's room like three times to see if mm-hmm. he's coming out on the boat with him and Joe, which like gave me anxiety because like, how did you not figure out that plan
1: the night before? You know, like, why would you not know that already? <laughs> I know it definitely gave me like pre cell phone. um. <laughs> Like anxiety of like, I cannot remember living my life without my cell phone or like texting and stuff like that. And yeah, it was just so funny, him calling his room like several times. And also just like thinking about Ken's relationship with Jessica and his career and stuff was just also really interesting because obviously he was just such a staple.
0: Yeah, people always ask me about him too And almost every guest at some point brings up Ken I don't know what happened But apparently there was some kind of falling out at some point And I think Jessica and Ashley are still friends with Ken But they don't work together anymore
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so true And I think maybe, why were we so obsessed? Just because he was like kind of like The first famous celebrity hairdresser Well, I think he was
0: It's not that he was the first famous one But it's that he was on the show all the time And this is like when we first started getting an insight Into celebrity lives So I think Mm. he's kind of like the blueprint for like I'll always think of like him As like the celebrity hairstylist and Rachel Zoe as the yeah, regular yeah. Stylist you know yeah, um, yeah And I always think of like the makeup artists from And Girls Next Door and like I still follow like two of those Makeup artists and stuff so I think When you see them in the reality Show it just they just kind of feel like Close to you or something because of that And they I mean he was Constantly with One of them like it was almost as if he Had no other job outside of Just doing Jessica's hair Yeah yeah like I don't I I mean I know he had other clients and stuff but It seemed and I think that was Part of the problem is that like when Jessica's career Started to blow up he always prioritized Her and then he started to get Other a bigger client not bigger But Jessica's career Exploded and was going really strong for A few months and um then Eva Longoria's career exploded because of Desperate Housewives and he oh, started so prioritizing true. her because she was going to the Emmys and the Golden Globes and that show was so huge so it kind of I think Jessica kind of felt
1: betrayed by that That's yeah that's such a good point. Yeah, I totally forgot about Eva Longoria and, and Ken. Um yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, I don't know, like, make Makeup by Mario vibes with Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian and stuff. Like, yeah, kind of similar, but he's he's really stuck it out with her. And, yeah, but it was fun to see both him and Casey on this show just because it was – there is a part of it that's, like, you know, wholesome that she had such good people around her. And then, like, also, though, it's, like, so wild that she always had people around her. Like, that was another yeah. thing I really – took away from watching this episode is like she is always around with like a posse or like an entourage and and a that must have been also hard for nick and b like i don't know how these people do it like i feel like celebs are never alone and i feel like everyone needs their alone time
0: yeah exactly i i don't know how that would work in a marriage especially because this specific marriage it seems like It maybe almost helped at times Because Nick and Jessica were starting To drift so far apart that it was actually Like more comfortable for them to have people Around because
1: there was like a buffer That's such a good point yeah
0: You know there's somebody there To like with Casey there like I Think that that actually played a huge part Like there were all these rumors that Nick and Casey were hooking up which I don't believe for a second no and you know there were a lot of things said about that like oh how can Jessica let her friend move in like that that's you know they're married they need their privacy and stuff and I'm like she's probably really tired of him and like they're fighting and stuff and she probably thinks that that'll help the situation and who knows maybe it did like maybe they would have gotten divorced sooner without A third person in the house
1: Yep yep Jessica kind of used her As a crutch but like I would Have too like (laughs) No shade
0: (laughs) Yeah I mean there's one person in the house who treats me With respect and there's one person who doesn't So it's like who do I want to be around more
1: (laughs) Of course of course
0: So yeah they go fishing I just really Don't care I am not Interested in men whose like whole Personality is like fishing and golf And drinking and sports bars it's not my thing um I like artsy guys so yeah. I'm just I'm bored yeah yeah then thank god Jessica shows up she gets to the boat and I was like oh finally my girl's here yeah and Nick tells her that he caught a 140 pound marlin, marlin. Which, that kind of stuff is so not impressive to me like I don't like hunters I don't and I'm not a vegetarian or anything I'm, I'm sure some people will be like well you're a hypocrite but like I don't know I don't like I, I I don't like fishing and hunting. I'm just like, do something else with your time. I don't know. Yeah. No offense to anyone out there who like loves fishing or whatever. But <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm in the same boat. I do eat meat and fish, um, but I don't like, I don't know, like hunting for sport or anything. I know, again, like I live in Canada. It's hunting and fishing is very important to the indigenous peoples here. So I don't want to say that I don't agree with it. I don't know. I just don't like the way that it's depicted on like sh- like shit like this. It, like. Mm-hmm. Um and I loved when the boat like captain or whatever was like or Nick asked like oh is like this whole area like catch and release and he was like pissed about it and the guy was <laughs> just like yeah <laughs> like, like that's like the law so just like let's
0: continue on <laughs> then he says like oh my wife would never let me like mount a mountain yeah and I was like you're damn right like
1: <laughs> I know and like again just the way that Nick like he he's obviously a very like traditional like kind of guy but like just the way that he talks about Jess as like a ball and chain just like oh the old ball and chain wouldn't let me put um a, four, a 140 pound marlin like <laughs> mounted on our mantelpiece oh my gosh it was just like this is so annoying to watch <laughs>
0: yeah I there's nothing that I can think of that would be like less attractive than if I walk into a guy's house and like there's a huge marlin like congratulations truly it is
1: one step worse than the like tinder fish pics
0: Yeah, And I'm just like why is it like why are you Proud that you captured something less intelligent Than you (laughs) Yeah You're you're not sitting there like having captured
1: Elon Musk or something like just calm down I don't know it's just I don't get it (laughs) Yeah it's deaf Like yeah like The Neanderthal in him But (laughs) yeah So
0: then there's this funny moment where Jessica is it's like really windy And the sea is really rough and she's like Cursing and screaming on the deck and she goes I'm gonna go overboard and it reminded me of the movie Overboard she reminded me so much Of Goldie Hawn in that movie have you seen that One no I haven't It is a comedy classic Like if you're ever looking for something That is just good clean Like genuine funny movie And will give you a nice feeling And it's just phenomenal Um, It's a classic movie and a lot of people actually Compared Jessica to Goldie Hawn So I thought that was funny because Goldie was In her very early career she actually starred on a show called Laugh-In Which was like a comedy show And Mm -hmm. she played this really ditzy, dumb character And a lot of people thought that that's who she was in real life And then she later went on to win an Oscar Like very soon after that And start producing her own movies And she was one of the first women in Hollywood to do that And she made $100 million on the movie that she produced Private Benjamin Which then Jessica starred in a remake
1: yeah of private benjamin
0: so it's kind of like all connected
1: i love that i love the like six degrees removed or whatever of hollywood it's so fascinating to me Mm
0: -hmm. for sure then this moment you brought up before where nick asked jessica if she wants to snorkel and jessica is so against it she's like yeah
1: no (laughs)
0: she's like i would not do that if you paid me i've never done it and i never will and miss tina simpson who i love Mm-hmm. But she she stirred the pot a little bit here. No. Baby, you want to stir it
1: Hell no, you could not pay me to get in that water. There's your answer, Nick.
0: That was pretty decisive.
1: Nick, I've never done it, and I never will. Yeah, you did. <laughs> with Heath Plyler, my first boyfriend. I did it with my first boyfriend, not my last. <laughs> You're my last boyfriend, then you became my husband. I
0: did, I did it with Heath Plyler
1: right,
0: <laughs> in the Bahamas. <laughs> What yeah, Heath it, is right? the only one that got her in. She called Jessica out. She was like, no, you're snorkeled with your first boyfriend, Heath. Yeah, Heath. <laughs> Tina, like, even kind of makes it worse. And she's like, she, like, says to Nick, that's the only man that she's ever snorkeled with.
1: Yeah, I was like, you're acting like you're talking about something, like, so much. <laughs> sexual or something. Yes, like, so much more, <laughs> like, intimate or whatever than, like, snorkeling, like, <laughs> Yeah even like we've been to Europe together like he's the only man I've been to France with or something like I don't even know like it was so weird. Do you think like she was scared of like the fish or like just the (laughs) deep water or like why do you think she was so against snorkeling because I don't think she said.
0: I don't know maybe she just had a bad experience with that guy like not that it was his fault but maybe it was just not a good snorkeling experience yeah I don't know yeah I, I, I don't know other than just I guess that she doesn't seem that adventurous like she seems like you know they I mean they especially try to portray her as she likes to go shopping and get her nails done yeah and, you know yeah. I guess yeah she's just not into that kind of stuff I don't know
1: yeah
0: yeah fair enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> So then the episode is ending And they have I'm almost positive This is just a voiceover They have Jessica say So how was it with my dad? And (laughs) then they show this montage To this like He's my best buddy song And it just clips of them Not having much fun And awkward moments And then Nick just goes It was cool And then it just ends And that is it (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's so funny. I do have to say like I do love the like music and these kind of like little bits that they do to show that like I guess like they're trying to depict it as like a family sitcom or like yeah, something like that and like it's just it is funny I, like the kind of jokey manner that they they do this in.
0: Mhm. Yeah, so that's the
1: episode. Um again, I'm sorry that it was such a boring one. But- <laughs> i no. know when when you first were like let's recap this i was like please like i really hope it's like a like a jessica heavy one like <laughs> yes, and then sorry. you're like i'm on nick and joe i was like oh no <laughs> but it's totally fine it was fun it was fun at
0: this point we do a fashion segment mm-hmm.
1: it's all about fashion it's all about beauty this is fun for me
0: because Jessica normally has a ton of outfits, and in this one she really doesn't, which, mm-hmm. you know, again, is kind of disappointing. But was there anything that she wore that stood out to you in this episode?
1: I think the thing that I mainly, like, noticed was her, like, white-rimmed bug-type sunglasses Mm -hmm. that were just so popular during this time and like I had them but they were black rimmed and like I don't know that look is just so of its time um and I I was trying to emulate it obviously I love those sunglasses she wore them a lot around this
0: time like I've posted candidates of her Mm -hmm. wearing them before they look so good on her especially with her
1: updo it's very retro chic looking Yes, that was the other thing I noticed too is like I feel like when I think of her in my head I think of like her hair down mm-hmm. um and like like wavy but the I loved the like I don't even know what that hairstyle is called but like the twist or whatever that she had her hair in yeah she just she looked chic and I guess some of the, that um 2000s aesthetic is coming back but like she looked really good
0: <laughs> she did I even love the first the very first scene it's like two seconds but they show her getting into the car to yes. leave her house and she's wearing a juicy track suit and I think it was yes a terry one it was the yellow color and I love that color me too I love yellow on
1: blondes yeah iconic
0: did you have any of the track suits back in the day
1: no but I wanted the like deep purple like plum color <gasps> yes so bad
0: me too I still look sometimes and the resellers have gotten they're wiling out like <laughs> <laughs> yes especially now <laughs> At breakfast she's wearing this like lavender top with this lace trim And Mm -hmm. she wore a lot of stuff like that I feel like that was really popular Like a top that kind of looked like a lingerie top to wear every day Yes And she has on these like white lounge pants And she just looks really good Like she's the queen of looking uh, really beautiful and chic When she's just casual and lazy
1: Yes, like she, I feel like in literally like 90% of the newlywed scenes, she's in some version of like a loose pant, mm-hmm. but still looks like put together and just like naturally so beautiful.
0: Yeah, she is one of the biggest fashion influences I think I've ever had in my life and it, it comes from this show. Like I think mm-hmm. I realized it as I got older that I was kind of copying her because <laughs> I I feel so much better when I'm like a little bit put together even if I'm just hanging out around the house Like I know no one's looking at me. It's not for that. It's just like for myself And I feel like there's little things that i'll do if i'm by the pool adding like a touch of glamour Like those sunglasses and everything and you know, not just wearing whatever is around but having like a cute like pool Look like I uh-huh. I feel like I grew
1: up doing that because of her and now I don't even think about it I love that. I Totally agree. I feel so much better. Just like that's why I was like so happy when like the matching set trend, yes, of like has happened because and like as I'm saying that I look like absolute garbage, but like, <laughs> but I also kind of feel like garbage. So like, it like, but I like know exactly what you mean. Like, just kind of getting your life a little bit together just makes you feel so much better and just more productive and like. All of those things. I'm actually
0: wearing a matching set right now from Amazon that was only like twenty five dollars. It's just like a, a lavender tank top and shorts, and I feel better than I would if I was I don't even know wearing something wearing yes. something else. Like I feel like kind of put together, even though I'm just going to sleep in this.
1: Yes, yes, I feel the exact same way. I I like over the last two years or whenever that trend started, I've bought so many different types of matching. Sets because yeah then I'm when I'm running to the grocery store I like I'm like oh if I bump into someone it's not the end of the world
0: <laughs> yeah it's just easy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the last fashion moment that I I'm gonna bring up is her at the on the boat she yes had that pink cover up over her blue bikini and I always think she looks so good in her bikinis and
1: cover ups like by the pool or the beach yes I loved that bathing suit she looked really good. And then, like, Nick just wore, like, cut-off shirts. So, like, she really was the, the fashion, like, icon of that relationship.
0: Oh, my God. This is always the case. Like, Nick, uh, he's just – you know what? He's one of those – and God bless him. He's one of those basketball shorts. Yes. t shirt. Like, just hand him a beer. yeah. Get him some wings. Put on the game. Yes. He's fine. He doesn't need yeah. anything. He's good. You know?
1: Yeah. 100%. 100%.
0: <laughs> okay. So, that brings us to the end. And on this podcast, we always rate our episodes. But we don't do, like, three out of five stars. We rate them... On a scale of something from the episode So for instance if you were rating the first episode Of Newlyweds you might say I give it 4 out of 5 cans of Chicken of the Sea mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. What would you rate Nick and Joe
1: <laughs> <laughs> Out of 5 And why I I think I'm going to give it 1 out of 5 140 pound Marlins <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and just because we didn't get enough jessica uh and we got like what was that three montages like the golf one the atv one and then the like what the buddy buddy one at the end like Mm -hmm. three montages in a 22 minute episode is kind of a crime Mm -hmm. so torture yeah yeah but like one seems low. I did have a very good time watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um
0: I I am gonna give it I'm also gonna give it one because it it's I mean it's called Nick and Joe. You know, what what mm. can you what can we expect? Um so yeah, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it one um hemorrhoid out of five. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's just not enjoy it's just I mean, it is enjoyable because it's it's newlyweds and it just it's this nostalgia and it's just still interesting watching this family even when there's not a lot going on. But I have to say my one star is really just for Jessica doing her like little impressions of the woodpecker and yes. of sucking an oyster. Yes. That was yes. everything. So that's where my my one star slash hemorrhoid goes (laughs) true yeah (laughs) I'm on the same page well Tori I have to thank you so so much um I really appreciate your time of course we've gabbed on now for almost two hours so (laughs) I have to thank you so much for that and please let my listeners know where they can find you and your podcast
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun and I can't wait for you to come on my podcast. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. So, we'll talk about some current pop culture stories when we record. Mm-hmm. But you can find me on socials at RTBP Podcast and then Um, You can find Ready to be Petty on any podcast platform.
0: Thank you so much. Everybody, go listen to her podcast and look out for my episode, which will be coming in a couple
1: months. I think we're doing like August, so. Yeah, yeah. We're going to record end of July, but it's going to come out August, I believe. So, yes. yes. Okay, so stay tuned for that, (laughs) and
0: Yes, thank you again for coming on. And I will see all of you guys next week with either Jessica, Ashley, or another Lindsay episode. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful week. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I'm your host, Leah Russo. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Capriamoon. That's at C-A-P-R-I-A-M-O-O-N. And follow the podcast at Ashley and Jessicast on Instagram and at Ashley Jessicast on Twitter. Please let me know your thoughts on the show. I would absolutely love to hear Ashley and at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. See you next time.